Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino. I'm your host, and I'm so excited for this episode. I have a bunch of emails that you sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Um, super excited about it. And and what else? Oh, and also special shout out to my girly April, who I met at a bar last week. Um, she listens to the podcast. So I want to say hi to her. She got me and my friend uh, beers, which was so freaking cute. And she didn't have to do that. So thank you to her and shout out to her, my girly girl. Um, but yeah, also, I was just going through the emails. Happy birthday to Elisa. She sent me, I, I just read it t- today on Sunday, but she had, it was her birthday and she sent me her birthday flyer and it was so cute. So happy birthday to her. If I would have gotten it before, uh, before yesterday, when your party was, I would have crashed your freaking party. I would have shown up with a, you know, box of white claw or something. What is everybody drinking now? I don't know. I don't know what the cool drinks are. Um, what did I have? You, you want to know what I decided I like you guys? Cause you know, I'm trying to explore drinks and like mixed drinks like cocktails. I decided I really do enjoy mezcal which is a specific type of alcohol that is like smoky. Like if you have a Mezcal Margi, like sign me up for that. Also anything with a salt rim. Are you kidding me? I want more salt. Tooch is looking at me. Tooch, not now. He's being so bad, you guys, but I'll never, I'll never hate on it. I I love cats so much. If you gave me 4,000, I want so many cats that, that people start to worry about if, if I'm okay. If you gave me 4,000 cats, I would say, mm, gonna need a few more cats. <laughs> like, it's not enough for me. And people love to hate on cats. Anytime I talk to someone, I'm like, oh, I have two cats. They're like, oh, are you, are you a crazy cat lady? Yeah, and I'll beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I'll literally kick your fucking ass if you don't like it. Because cats are the coolest and you don't get it unless you have one. But anywho, I haven't slept in two years since I got them. Anywho, anywho, I haven't had a peaceful night's sleep. <laughs> Cutie. But went out last night with my girlies. I just freaking love going out with my girlies. That's one thing about me. But all right, let's get to some of these emails that you all sent in. You guys, I was kind of in a, I was watching something before on like my YouTube suggested when I was having my coffee and it was like this interview with this model and tell me if this bothers you when they interview like models or athletes and, and stuff. And they're like, what's your secret? Like, how did you become like a guy that's in the fucking, you know, NBA? And I'm not saying these people don't work hard because they do right? They work hard. Like, I can't even imagine the amount of fucking exercise these, these guys do, right? But they're like, what's your secret? And they never mention the fact that they're fucking eight feet tall. Like, to me, that's, that's the secret. Like, the secret is being a, a giant. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, I work out. And this model was like, um, Uh, the, this model, they were like, what's your secret? And she's like, oh, like I do Pilates and I drink a lot of water. Well, what freaking water are you drinking? Cause you're damn, you're tall and you're gorgeous. And I feel like that should have been the first thing on the list. Cause I, it, it can't be the water. It, I know that's not freaking pulling springs, but anywho, I was just thinking about that. Also, I was thinking about, do you guys remember the MTV Cribs episode with like Shaq? And yes, I loved MTV Cribs. And if it was on right now, I would watch it right now. 
like I would pause the potty and go sit and watch MTV Cribs because that was my favorite show. Um, but the Shaq episode, his bed was humus. Shaq is like the tallest person on earth. His bed was like an above ground pool. Literally, it was that size. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. God, what a show that was. Remember them opening the door and being like, hey, MTV, welcome to my crib. Um, super awkward. And then they would always have like people chilling in their house that were just like supposed, they were like, they were like, oh, this is my living room. This is where, you know, me and my friends all hang. And like their friends are like sitting on the couch. So fucking awkward. <laughs> Ew. And how many times on an MTV Cribs episode did somebody walk in their bedroom and say, this is where the magic happens? <laughs> I will honestly throw up. It is so embarrassing. So cringe. I hate it. I hate it. I love it so much. I love it so much. I would watch it right now if I could. But them, like, it would be like the guy who is like the singer in LFO or something, like some random guy. And then he would be like, this is where the magic happens in his bedroom. Imagine going to a guy's house and he opened his bedroom door and he said, this is where the magic happens. And by the way, nobody that's ever said that has ever like made a woman have an orgasm. It's just not, a, it's not a possibility. You saying this is where the magic happens. Like it's, you've never satisfied a woman in your life. Imagine. No, they couldn't. <laughs> if I was on MGB Cribs, I would open up my bathroom and say, this is where the magic happens. <laughs> like my toilet bowl. <laughs> Stop, it's disgusting. That's disgusting. I've never even gone to the bathroom. So I don't know why I would say that, but. Anywho, you guys, I'm freaking on one today. I'm on one. I dr- I'm drinking my gigantic water jug. Speaking of above ground pool, this thing could probably fill an above ground pool. I swear to God. And I refill it every day. And the second I pick it up when it's full, it's it weighs mm, 20 pounds. <laughs> so heavy. But geez Louise, you guys, we're on one today. But yeah. All right, let's get into... Also, what what else did I see the other day that I was like, holy fucking shit. Oh, oh, it's not even, I don't know why. All right, let's see. The thing that I saw that, because I don't know why I thought for a second that I had to mention it on the podcast because I remembered what it was and it's not even a big deal, but there's this TikTok account that is like, I don't know how, it's like a gorilla sanctuary And they record these gorillas and I'm like looking at them like, I cannot believe these things live on the same fucking planet as us. Have you ever seen a great, they're so big. And like the whole, um, I wonder if I could find the account. The whole thing is like, just like them eating like vegetables. Cause they're like, first of all, you would think that they would be eating like meat. They don't even eat meat. Like you're a gorilla and you're eating apples. That's insane. It's like a gorilla eating a piece of lettuce. Like, why is he on a diet? He's a fucking gorilla. He weighs 700 pounds. And and it bothers me that they don't eat meat, but that's so weird to me. Anywho, they're humongous. And I was just looking at, I was looking at these videos going, holy shit, imagine like being faced with one of these. And then I went through this whole rabbit hole of would I ever, in what instance would a person ever come in contact like with a gorilla other than like at a, at a zoo or some shit? And there, it, 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 they said, oh, there's very little recording of like a human being killed by a gorilla. And most of the time it was the human's fault. I'm like, if you were in the vicinity of the gorilla, it's your fucking fault. Why are we going to a gorilla's house? 
And then I went through this rabbit hole of who would win in a fight, right? Because gorillas are massive. I'm like, who would who would even win in a fight, a gorilla or a lion? It's lion, by the way. And then I and then I googled, do they ever or are they ever you know in each other's presence? Because I've never. You would think that they would be, but they're not. Stanley, hi, honey. Freaking Tooch, Tooch Magooch, you gotta get it. You gotta get away from the computer. That you gotta get away from the computer. He's gonna start trying to chew on the damn computer. But um, yeah, no, they never, they never cross paths with each other. But geez, Louise, man, apparently chimpanzees are more advanced than gorillas. But I swear, oh wait, let let me try and find this count. You got, you guys are gonna be shook at how human like. It just looks like a guy that like does pull-ups every day. Like a guy that's super into working out and he listens to that song. You know, the workout song that, that we talked about a while ago, 5% pleasure, 50% pain, a hundred percent reason to remember the name, right? God, what the fuck am I saying? I feel like I'm in a fever dream. You guys, I also started taking, um, what's it called? Melatonin gummies. And let me tell you, I took, I took a melatonin. I went to sleep. The dreams that I had, first of all, I went on a date with Keanu Reeves in my dream, which, and I woke up and I remembered it. And I thought, oh my God, that was real. That's how vivid it was. I said, mm, we had such a nice, we had such a nice evening. I was so disappointed. And then I thought, okay, I'm taking melatonin again. A few days later, I didn't take it two nights in a row, but a few days later I took it again thinking, okay, we're going on a second date. I got all, I got all ready. Got to go see Keanu. And then nothing happened. I just had a bunch of weird dreams. Um, but yeah, highly recommend you guys. Nothing has ever knocked me out the way that melatonin did. I, the only thing that ever made me sleep was years ago when I smoked weed, I would pass the fuck out. I would like, I would be done. I took like two hits of weed. I would be, that's it. I'm snoring, but I don't smoke. I haven't smoked in years and years and years. So there's nothing that ever puts me out. And I swear these, there are these, uh, first of all, extra strength, which people are like, I can't believe you bought extra strength. Cause I had talked about it on Instagram and I'm like, why wouldn't you buy extra strength of everything? I, one thing about me is I'm always taking extra strength. I, I don't want regular strength, something like, give me the extra juice. What the hell? extra strength Tylenol, extra strength, whatever. Like, I don't want regular strength. If I'm taking Tylenol, it's because my fucking head hurts. Give me the extra strength. I want it to be gone sooner. Are any of you guys, those people that like, don't, um, take medicine ever. You're like, no, like I, I don't take Tylenol. I'd rather just like fucking have a massive headache for three days. Oh, okay. Stop, because I know so many people like that. And I have so many friends like that. And I've dated people like that who are like, no, no, I'm not going to take a Tylenol. I'm like, you, what the fuck are you talking about? But I mean, I guess I get it. I don't know. It just couldn't be me. Give me all the drugs. Give me all the prescriptions. Um, okay, let's get to these emails. So I stop rambling on and on and on. Like a freaking psycho. Okay, so this one says update sexy Dilf Italian mafia that lives in the same building as me. Okay, I remember this original email, but here we go. 
Dear Carly and the Potty Hotties, Carly, there are juicy receipts at the end of this email for your entertainment only. <gasps> Girl, I hope you didn't do what I think you did and what I told you that you shouldn't do, but also thought that I maybe possibly would do. Okay. Happy New Year and kissing all of you on the lips. Um, it's been a while since I wrote in about whether I should go on a date with the sexy mob dilf that lives in my building. I don't know if you remember, but I wrote in about six months ago. Yes, girl, we remember you. Okay. And we, we've been thinking about you. Um, since then, there has been an update, by the way, disappointing, but funny and completely forgot to write in, but only remembered because you mentioned hearts, Christopher Maltzanti hearts in the pod last week and decided if anyone you deserve the update. So around October, I moved out of that building, but I could not stop thinking about the sexy DILF that asked for my number at the front desk. I know you told me not to engage with any organized crime members. I, I did tell you that, but I was literally lusting over him like a freaking horn dog. To my defense, our short interaction at the elevator was sexual tension at its peak. So I ended up telling the front desk to give the DILF my number when I moved out. And though I really would just like to go on one date to see how it feels. So I stopped wasting my time fantasizing about him and get it out of the way. Um, this was four months after he asked for my number at the front desk. So I wasn't sure if he was going to reach back out, but he did. I learned his name, his last name after our date and did some Google research. And he is indeed not someone to be fucked with. Oh, girl, this is so damn scary. He actually admitted to me that he was involved with, quote unquote, an organized crime in the past. Oh, my God. And that he's banned from ever being employed in New York City, which pushed him to start his own business. Oh, my God. Not being illegal for him to have a job. You're kidding. I've never even heard of anything like that before. What the fuck did this guy do? Um, he was actually very polite and respectful for the most part, but he kept trying to talk about sex. And yes, I get it. I only gave him my number because of the undeniable sexual tension that we had. Um, but we never talked about sex. Uh, it's Tucci, please. It, it, we're busy. Tucci. We're talking about a freaking guy in the mafia. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, you guys. Little Stanley Tucci is really on one today. Anywho. So she says, we never talked about sex during our texting before our date. And I personally don't like to engage in sexy talk on the first date. Like regardless of how hot you are, we're literal strangers. So let's get to know the basic things about each other first. It's not that hard. I a thousand percent agree. I don't want to talk about sex on a date. I think that's so super awkies. So I agree with you, girl. She says, after we had dinner, he invited me over to his apartment to grab something. We shared a kiss, but tell me why his hand went straight to my Yoni macaroni honey pot after 10 seconds of kissing. It was, a, oh my God, it was above the skirt, but it was such a huge turnoff. I told him right then and there that I wanted to go home. I went on one more date just to see if we connected in terms of, not you going on another fucking date with this guy, girl. <laughs> I know, Stanley. Uh, I went on one more date uh, just to see if we could connect in terms of conversation and ended up getting more icks because he seemed very disappointed that I wouldn't make out with him. So I decided to abort mission completely. It was one of those situations where he wasn't pressuring me, but it was visibly let down um, that I wouldn't allow any more physical contact. Like he kept grabbing my inner thigh area and drove when he drove me back home. Ugh. He texted me several times after our date. I decided not to engage further and told him I won't be in the city for a while. Also, just a side note, last time you asked 
how I get men to pay my bills. And the answer is so simple. I think I'm stylish, but I'm an average woman in terms of looks. So it's definitely not my looks. If at all, it plays a minor role. All you have to do is ask. If you ask, uh, men are very comfortable talking. I'm sorry. All you have to do is ask because men are very comfortable asking for booties, boobies, and vajayjays, your emotional and physical energy, and most of your time. Get very comfortable asking for things in life. I decided to stop giving a fuck how a man would perceive me, and it has brought me so many good things in life. And I know some of you are like, how do you ask without get feeling like you're sounding entitled? You just bring it up front and ask, not demand if he can help. And most guys are willing to help. Um, if you are already dating a few months in, for example, could you take care of this for me? I don't explain myself, by the way. Have you seen a man explaining why he does anything? Good for fucking you. You're a boss. You're a boss. And I, and I need you to stay safe, girl. No more, no more dates with the mafioso. Uh, not you going on two dates with Tony Soprano. Honestly, would you with Tony Soprano? I don't, there's something about him, right? Uh, she says, anyway, sorry that I'm not a mob wife reigning Brooklyn, but I'm living my best simple life. Happy New Year. Love you. Love you too. Oh, and then she gives, oh, and then she gives some tea that I can't share with the girlies. Oh my goodness. There, I hate that he treated you like that. Honestly, I would say threatening things, but I'm honestly afraid. I would say like this fucking asshole. But I don't want I, I don't want to bump into him and go, hey, what are you? He's like this. Hey, what are you talking about about me? <laughs> why are you talking about about me? I don't know why I made him truly like from Milan. Meanwhile, he's probably from New Jersey. Uh, anywho. Yeah. All right. Well. All's well that ends well. Could have been worse, right? A lot of red flags there. Okay. Okay, you guys, let's just take a quick break to talk about Diet Smoke. Diet Smoke makes federally legal premium THC products delivered right to your door. With so much THC variety, there's a Diet Smoke product for everyone with melatonin blends and caffeine blends. If you're trying to elevate your mood, you guys, stuff like this is so great. If you're just like, listen, I love melatonin. I want to knock out and go to sleep. You can take some and boom, boom, you sleep and you have a dream that you're on a day with freaking Keanu Reeves. Okay, and we love that for you. Us Weekly just named Diet Smoke's Delta 8 gummies the best for beginners. And if you're an advanced player, um, experienced users love Delta 9 for when they still want to function but can't melt into the couch. If you're ready for that perfect high, head over to dietsmoke.com and use code SECRET for 20% off your first order. That's 20% off with code SECRET at dietsmoke.com or click the link in the description. Diet Smoke for a beautifully balanced buzz. So. This one says, what do I do with this secret? Hi, Carly and the Pussycats. I can't express how much I enjoy you and the podcast. So here, oh, thank you so much. So here's my juicy secret I've had to keep and I'm not sure what to do with it. Also, it just feels like I need to get this off my chest with you and the girlies, LOL. So my aunt and I have a great relationships. We're like BFFs and have been for a long time. Even though she's 50 years older than me, we just have a great bond. That being said, we talk on the phone almost every day and chat about everything. One day uh, she calls and we're talking and 
and she starts saying weird stuff like I'm so dumb, I'm going to hell, etc. At first I laugh because we joke around a lot. And then there's this pause of silence, which prompts me to ask why what's going on. So first she says, no, 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 I can't say anything. I can't tell you. Finally, she comes out and says that she's been chatting with another man. This might not sound super crazy, but she's been married to my uncle for 25 years. (gasps) And when you think of a great couple that lasts together forever, you think of them. So hearing her tell me she's even glanced at another man was shocking. Um, Then she goes into detail about how her husband is getting grumpy and lazy and constantly bitching about everything and complaining, and she can't stand it anymore. She's also quite a bit older. He's also quite a bit older than her by 13 years. So where he's retired now and sits around all day and can't really go out uh, like they used to, she's not at the same level since she was younger and she loves to go out and drink and go to bars, etc. So I ask about this guy and apparently they used to work together like 20 years ago and they would maybe flirt a little bit back and forth, but nothing ever happened. Then one day, a few months ago, he ends up being at a job that she's at and he says hi and hugs her, feels her up. What? And ask if she's still happily married. My aunt is like ready to faint at that point. And she says, stop. Yes, I am. Wait, not him just like grabbing though she's kind of not, and then leaves. Well, then they start messaging naughty things to each other. And she finally comes out and tells him and, and tells me that she met up with him and they had a hardcore makeout sesh. Oh my God. Not your auntie getting freaky. Now, again, this is not what you would ever expect when you picture her. So every day when she calls me, she keeps saying like, I'm going to stop talking to him, blah, blah, blah. And she's tried like three times and hasn't stopped. She is infatuated with this man. And I have to hear her talk about it every day while venting about her husband because he's driving her nuts with all his complaining. I'm just absolutely shocked. And I know some people have way juicier drama that happens, but it's just not like her at all. I'm a ride or die, so I won't ever snitch on her or stop talking to her, but I'm at a point where I can't hear about this man anymore. And I can't keep hearing her complain about her husband anymore. I've told her she's got to stop and she needs to get it together. And maybe she's just at the age where she mentally and physically going out is, I'm sorry, mentally and physically going through something, but she's just not making decisions she needs to make and to get things better with her husband. Uh, it also feels good to get the secret out and hear what you have to say about it. I'm sorry, this is like 10 pages. I really didn't need for it to be. Oh my God. Okay. First of all, that's a juicy, that's a juicy secret. Okay. I don't know why you're saying that it's not a juicy secret. It is a juicy secret. And I a thousand percent agree with you. I think she's going through something. I think like, just like how, you know, they say like midlife crisis with men, and like, oh, he'll buy a sports car. He'll, you know, if he's divorced, he like dates a young woman or like whatever, like spending their money on just like silly things and stuff like that. I think this, I think that happens with everyone, you know, like you get older, you look different and that doesn't necessarily mean anything bad, but I think we associate it with like, it, there's just so much attached to like getting older right. And aging and looking different and not being able to go out and do the things that you want to do or whatever. So I think that that is something that affects everyone. And I, I agree with you where maybe she has these problems that she's not facing and not dealing with the way that she should. And she's kind of like deflecting in some type of way. Like, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure her husband is a fucking pain in the ass, right? I wouldn't put it past him. And I don't even know the guy. But at the end of the day, does that justify 
what she's doing. I don't think, I, I don't think so, but I think the best thing for her to do obviously is to cut this guy off because it's not going to end well, right? Nothing good is ever going to come of that. It's built on like lying and sneaking and, and just, it's too much. It's just too much. I think that she's deflecting how she's feeling about her marriage, about herself and making choices that, you know, are not great, but that's what I would encourage her to do. Or you could just say to her, like, it's not like you're going to tell on her or anything, but you could just say to her, like, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about this anymore. Like it makes me feel sad for you, for your husband. It's just a, it's a shitty situation. And I'm, you know, I'm here for you, but like, I don't feel right being so heavily involved in this. You know, it's not good for my mental health, you know, sometimes it's just like, don't you like learn something sometimes and you just wish you never knew. So I would just say that to her, like, Hey, it makes me sad. Like hearing these stories, like, can we just like talk about something else, you know? And I think she'll get it. I think she'll understand, but I think like, you know, I still want you to be there for her. Cause she's obviously going through something, maybe suggest, you know, for her to go and talk to someone. But ugh, it just puts you in such a bad position. And something that also happens, I've noticed, is when somebody does something wrong, like they tell, they'll tell someone just to gauge their reaction on it because it makes them feel better if the person's like, oh, it's fine. You know, like, oh, whatever. So maybe she's trying to get that out of you, um, which you're not giving her, obviously, but keep us posted on that. I think you could just like say exactly how you feel and speak up for yourself. Um, okay. This next one says update from last week. Hey girly and the boys, funny story. I broke up with my boyfriend literally an hour before I listened to the episode that you read my letter on. It was about my boyfriend who didn't want to spend time with me. He dumped me over the phone and I was sad, but your podcast made me laugh and thank God for all the girlies. I know I'll be fine. Oh, you will be fine. I'm so sorry that happened girl. Thank you for this podcast. I might die without Ja. Here's a video of my cat using a head massager. <laughs> Girl, I'm so sorry that he, first of all, breaking up with you over the, please. Breaking up with you over the phone. He didn't deserve you anyway. He spared you. We, we already know this. It, it takes a little bit of time to realize that at, when you're going through a breakup, because you're just like, it's just such a shock. But later on, you'll you'll thank him for that. You'll thank him for that. Um, okay. This next one says making new friends. Hi, I listen every week. It's part of my Monday ritual as I drive to work. Oh, thank you so much. I noticed a lot of listeners write in about moving to new cities and having trouble making friends. Over the past 10 years, I had to move about every two years because of work. Um, I work in a field where there aren't a lot of 20 or 30 something females to become friends with. I'm definitely more of an awkward caterpillar than a social butterfly, but I found a couple of good ways to make a new friend group. Number one, recreational sports. If you're not athletic, then go to kickball. Oh my God, girl, that sounds like a nightmare. If you're not athletic, go to kickball. Why? So I get my fucking ass kicked? Girl, I <laughs> kickball gives me like... um it reminds me of like being a kid and having to play kickball with those fucking balls. You guys know the balls, those balls hurt. 
in school and kids would just kick it like turbo mode and kick it right at your fucking head and face. You guys, those balls are such a specific memory with the little like squares of lines. Do you know what I'm saying? And they were like red and they smelled like rubber, like tires. Oh. Okay, let's see what let's see what the other suggestions are. If you're not athletic, go to kickball, volleyball, softball. Most leagues have an option to sign up as an individual where they typically place you with a team of other people who are looking to find new friends as well. It sounds silly, but I've made some of my closest friends through kickball. Oh my God, girl. Okay. I'm down with it. Uh, number two, Bumble BFF. Someone suggested this to me and I was skeptical. However, I made a solid female friend group by meeting just one friend on this app. Through her, I made more friends and have a solid group of girls to hang out with now. That's a really good idea. And I, I, I think we've suggested that like a few times. I know a few people had nightmare stories meeting someone on Bumble BFF, but I think if you vet someone, it's just like meeting someone online. Like if you vet someone, I think it's, I think it's great. Great way to meet people. Um, number three, dogs. This is more of just a side note, but if I take one of my dogs somewhere with me, I'm able to socialize more. Pics of my husky attached. Oh, oh my God, that is damn wolf. How freaking cute is your husky? Love that. Also, we have Lumi. You guys, I'm so excited to talk to you about Lumi. Lumi whole body deodorant gives you a great smell for pits, privates, and beyond. Created by an OBGYN who saw way too many women being overtreated with antibiotics that they didn't really need, she discovered that external odor needed an external solution, so she created Lumi. It's clinically proven to block all odor all day and controls odor for 72 hours and pH optimized to safely protect our pH and control odor. You guys, they sent me a box of stuff. I was absolutely obsessed with it and especially the deodorant that they sent me is toasted coconut i made my mom came over the other day and i was like mom you have to smell this it smells so good it's like coconutty vanilla my mom said it kind of smells like butterscotch it's everything and you girlies know like if it comes to fragrance like i'm down this is one of these brands that i'll be a lifetime consumer of um build a custom bundle and get their best-selling products and customize your scents with the lumi starter pack also comes with a full-size stick deodorant a cream deodorant and two free products of your choice with over 50 150 five-star reviews we're so confident that you will love lumi get over 40 percent off your first starter pack bundle with code secret at lumideodorant.com that's secret at lumideodorant.com to save big smell better naked with lumi um okay this next one says am i a hoe read me okay girl i love you from head to toe i know everyone says it but i want to know that i love you like so much oh thank you so much i love you so much too but let me get right into it. This is my first time writing in and I have to get your opinion on this. I broke up with my boyfriend a year ago. We were dating for three years. Long story short, I found out he cheated on me with over five different girls. Ugh, Disgusting. I know um, this sounds literally stupid and conceited, but whenever I am going to type it because it's part of his cheating. We both are quote unquote conventionally attractive and we were together. We both had people hitting on us and like an idiot. I thought it was a th- I thought it was our thing to harmlessly smile back kind of like a white Lotus season two vibe with Theo James and his wife, but not without actual cheating. It was almost like a running joke to see how many people would come up to us um, when we were out at a bar, for example, 
girl, I know it's so stupid looking back. I'm embarrassed for myself that I thought I was cute and fun. I was the idiot saying no to all of these men coming up to me while my ex was actually getting their numbers and getting with them on the side. Oh God, I'm going to blow off. Oh God, I'm going to blow off. I can't even stand it. Men are so, you want to know what? One thing about men. (laughs) All right. Uh, And then she says, fast forward to today. And for the past year that I've been single, I've actually been entertaining the men that approach me almost too many. Well, maybe before my ex, I only had done, quote unquote, the deed with one other person in my life. But since the breakup, I have been getting out there, girl. Please don't shame me. But my number is 10. I have no interest in dating any of them either. I'm really just enjoying the two week fling type of situation that I have going on. Here's my question, Carly. Am I being too slutty? I literally don't even want to ask my friends what they think because I know they would judge me. Why would your friends judge you? Part of me is like, you need to keep your legs closed and just go home by yourself one of these nights, LOL, girl. Uh, But the other part of me is like, keep living your life. This is such, this is probably such a weird email, but I love you and I wanted your opinion. Should women feel uncomfortable sleeping around this much? I'm always doing it safely, by the way. Do you think my ex cheating on me is unpacking something I didn't know was there? And when I think of finding my future husband, do I really want to have 50 bodies at that point? So what do you think, girl? Sorry if this is long and weird. Love you so much. Just want to know what you think and be honest. Love you and all the girly pops. Okay, we love you too. And my question here is, first of all, nobody's judging you and nobody's fucking shaming you, please. Please, okay? Nobody's judging you. But my question to you, and, and I think what you really need to ask yourself is, are you really like going out and having fun and enjoying your time with these people that you're hooking up with? Or are you doing it to kind of fill a void? That's the only thing that I'm concerned about with this. I don't care. Like, I don't care how many people you've slept with. None of that. If you're doing it genuinely, you're like, I'm in, I'm in my, you know, girly girl era and I don't need a man and I'm just going out and having fun. Then that's all good. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you're doing it to fill a void to feel better about your man cheating on you with a bunch of girls, like, I think that that's where it'll just mess you up, like, because then you won't feel good about it. Like, it seems like you're like really level headed. It feels like you're making these choices. And the only reason you're feeling like you're slutty is because you feel like, oh, my friends would judge me if they knew or, you know, pressures from society or whatever type of shit that like people have just like ingrained in us that like we're worthless if we enjoy sex, like police. Okay. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it as long as you feel good and respected and you're making these choices you know, because you genuinely just want to go out and have fun. Not like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm like filling a void because that's when we get into, like, we kind of cross that line where it's like, oh, this doesn't actually make me feel good. This actually makes me feel like shit. And I don't want you feeling like shit, but girl, nobody's judging you. And if you have friends that would judge you because you have sex, like uh, goodbye, (laughs) I'm all set with that. Those aren't your real friends. So to answer your question, in short, you're not a hoe. Let's see. Okay, so this one says, 
New York suggestions. Hi, Carly and the Kitty Gang. Love your podcast and enjoy listening while I'm at work. I'm going to New York to celebrate my 29th birthday this year, and I've never been. Oh, happy birthday. Um, I hope that you can give me some suggestions of what to do and what places to go and eat at bars, etc. I love you. Also, I don't have a cat, but I work at a plant nursery and we have two cats. Here's one of them on. Oh, then she sends a picture. How freaking cute is that? Um, okay. Sorry. I, I almost just burped. Um, I'm trying to think of like the, first of all, if you're in New York, okay. And I, and I almost don't even want to share this. I don't even know if I've ever shared this on this podcast, but I go to a place once a week with my bestie and it's my favorite restaurant in the whole wide world. And I'm not going to gatekeep it because I want the girlies to go out and have fun. And it feels like when you're there, it's like a hundred year old Italian restaurant. When you're there, it's literally like you're in a fucking episode of the Sopranos. Okay. And everyone there literally looks like they were casted to be at that restaurant at that time. Like they're background actors, everyone, everyone there. So uh, it's literally like, it's so funny, the characters you see there, but anywho, it's called Bamonte's. I would say if you want like a Brooklyn, New York, Italian, old school place to go, you should go there. And that's just shout out. But now I'm upset because I'm it's already packed to begin with. And you guys are going to freaking take my resi. So don't take my freaking resi. I go every week. But um, I would say go to Bamonte's. There's a place. There's another Italian place called Little Frankie's. That's really good. If you like seafood, there's a place called Lore. That's really good. Um, I went there last night with my friends. Actually, it was delish. Let me think of where else I actually have a list. I have a list. Hold on. I'll just read some, some things from my list. Hold on. There's a cool bar called, um, Oh, also there's a restaurant called Thai Diner that I really like. It's really good Thai food. There's a bar called the back room. That is like one of the original speakeasies. Um, that's like still here from the prohibition era. I think there's like two of them left and that's one of them. It's called the back room. It's really good, really, really cool place. I think you should check that out. Um, it's a cool bar, uh, in the lower East side. And then where else girls, Balthazar classic. Uh, I freaking love Balthazar. If you get a resi at like Lucien is really good but I think it's a little too sceney because Kanye West went there. And then for some reason, everybody fucking made it like a cool spot. It's like, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else. There's a bunch of places. DM me and, and, I'll, and I'll send you a list because I know I have a list somewhere in my phone. But that was like, honestly, I feel like that was a lot of good recommendations. That was a lot of good recommendations. Also a bar that I go to all the time, Ray's, in the, in the uh, Lower East Side. You would like it, I think. All right, let's get to this next one. The next email says, hold on. <laughs> Some of your freaking, uh... <laughs> okay. This one says just a lot of bullshit. Okay. Hey, Carly, my BFFL introduced me to the potty and I'm absolutely obsessed now. I'm a dog walker, which can be boring as hell, but your podcast gets me through it. Oh my God, honestly. I, I think like when people ask me, what would you be if you weren't a comedian? I would be a dog walker. That's like fucking great job. Great fucking job. You're outside. You're, you're with the pooch. You're walking around. You're enjoying the fresh air. Um, okay. 
She says, so naturally I'm balls deep now after only discovering this a few months ago. I just listened to the Valentine's Day episode last year where you said we absolutely need a theme song for the Why Are Men emails. I I need it. I grew up in New Jersey and would die for a hot 97 type intro to these messages like air horns, gunshots, screaming and all else included. Uh, my question is, do you ever feel vulnerable putting all of your thoughts and feelings about relationships so publicly while you're engaging in a brand new relationship yourself? Um, that's a really good question. You know, I think, I think I want to, it really doesn't bother me. I think it used to. The only thing that bothers me is anytime if I'm dating someone, if they like bring up something that I said on my podcast or like a million years ago on a fucking TV show or whatever, like it bothers me so much because it's like, that's not fair to me. And you're holding something that I fucking said against me. And I just, I hate that. There has been times in my life where I've had to like, where I've been dating a guy and I've had to like explain myself in reference to something that I said on like this podcast, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, Oh my God, like, please, you know, cause it's not really fair. Like I try and be an open as open and honest as possible and as real as possible. And like for that to be thrown in your face is not fun, but I don't know. It's been a while since somebody like did that, did that to me. But I remember a guy freaking was like, well, why would you say, why would you say this thing? I'm like, it's so weird. Cause it's like, I am putting it out there for everyone to hear, but it is kind of invasive. It's like, okay, why the fuck are you at? Like what? I don't know. I hate that. But I'm, I try and be like as open as possible, you know? And if someone doesn't like it, they really can freaking kiss my peach at the end of the, at the end of the gosh darn day. Um, okay. Okay. So this says, am I too spicy? Hey girly and all the freaking girlies. Am I too spicy here? Or did I act appropriately for context? I'm 32 engaged one kid, one step kid, all living in an apartment together in Colorado. I'm busting my ass, taking the day off to clean the entire apartment while the kids are at school. And my fiance is working in parentheses works from home. I take it upon myself to go to the garage and rummage through things and finally put the dang Christmas stuff away. Tell me why I find a bag literally on top of a toad with a flip book of some other <gasps> half-naked lady, clearly an ex-girlfriend, posing by the fucking Christmas tree with a bow wrapped around her boobs like a dang Christmas present for my man. Okay, whatever. I was like, oh, heavy sigh, but I'll spare him the embarrassment and just toss this thing out without a fuss. Yeah, cool, whatever. I reach the bottom of the bag and find, drum roll, pr- drum roll please, a crusty pair of freaking panties. no. No. Take everyone to jail. After that, I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm over here doing chores, cleaning his cleaning his boxers. And now I get a reward by getting my dainty fingers on on this smelly wad. My Puerto Rican side came out and I was so mad. I wanted to explode. I marched upstairs and handed him the bed and said, bag and said, explain this. He said he meant to throw it out and he forgot, et cetera, et cetera. Completely believable. Yes. But his intention was to never keep them. And I believe him, but was I too harsh girl? You were not too harsh. Uh, I would, I was very stern trying to yell and 
say that I am a respectable woman most days, LOL, and don't deserve to be cleaning stuff like that up and needed, um, he needed to do a better job sparing me of things like that moving forward. I'm so grossed out and I'm still mad. Would you have done the same thing? My attitude, my attitude wants to throw a fit, but my logic doesn't. Oh, well, that's very level-headed of you. I probably would have been going to a funeral the next day. <laughs> I would have said, oh, what, what are your plans for tomorrow? And he would have said, oh, I'm nothing. I'm just working from home. What are you doing? And I said, I'm planning your funeral. I'm planning, I'm planning your services. Okay. Cause I just found some dusty undies in, in the duffel bag in the garage with a flipbook photo album attached to it. Um, girl, you didn't overreact. I think anyone would be like, Ugh, no, thanks. I would be really paranoid about that though. I would be like, when were the, when did this happen? When, what year was this photo album? What, what is this? Give me all the deeds, right? But no, you're definitely not too spicy. Um, not at all. I think anyone would have reacted that way for sure. Let's see. And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill. Let's do the fuck, Mary kill. Girl, not you picking up someone's damn underwear. I would, I would lose my damn mind. I would not touch it though. Make him freaking throw it out. Okay. So the fuck, Mary kill that she gives is Ajax powder, Windex or Swiffer sweeper. Great. Great. FMK. Um, I think I'm going to, you know, I use my Swiffer sweeper with a microfiber like cloth on it. And I really, really love it. And I use it all the time and I'm going to have to, oh, am I going to marry that? You want to know what? I use more Windex. So I'm going to marry Windex. I'm going to fuck the Swiffer and then I'm going to kill Ajax because I actually don't use Ajax. I use Barkeeper's Friend for everything. And like, I make like other concoctions for stuff like vinegar and whatever, uh, baking soda, you know, stuff like that. But Ajax, I really don't, I don't, I've used it before, but it's not like my holy grail. So that one's actually not that hard. Um, even though I feel like now I'm like, should I have just married the Swiffer? But I guess just going to be me and Windex together forever. Anywho, you guys, I absolutely love you. Thanks for tuning in. So happy to have you here. And we will see you next week. You can send in emails to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Bye.